Ladies and gentlemen, welcome down the rabbit hole. My name is Monty Hook and I will be your host. In this show, I interview some of the world's most interesting entrepreneurs, change makers and thought leaders where we go deep into their mindsets and uncover some incredible stories and amazingly profound philosophies and strategies on entrepreneurship, human performance, health, spirituality, purpose, social impact, and everything in between. If you want to take your life and your business to new levels, then this is the show for you. In this episode, I interviewed Jamie McIntyre. Jamie is the founder of 21st Century Education and the Australian National Review. This was a very powerful interview as Jamie is a very outspoken and passionate activist on demanding the truth. We went very deep down the rabbit hole on what's happening in the world in 2020 and why it's important for all of us to become hyper aware of how we form our own ideas about what is happening in the world, including those ideas that might be controversial. Guys, make sure you listen to the end in this interview. You'll see why and how this planet can be an amazing place for all of us to live in. And hopefully you'll start to get some ideas for the opportunities that exist in this better new world. You're going to have fun with this one. By the way, head over to www.entrepreneurharmonics.com. If you are in business and you feel called to scale your business in such a way that it not only becomes an organization that runs without you, but it becomes an asset that grows without you, then go to the website now. Get access to the free diagnostic tool. It takes about 30 minutes. If you do this, you will understand why and how entrepreneurs like Richard Branson have so many companies and how he spends his days kite surfing and playing tennis. Go visit the website, check it out. That's www.entrepreneurharmonics.com, all one word. I'll see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome down the rabbit hole. My name is Monty Hook and I am your host. And today I am joined by a very special guest, Mr. Jamie McIntyre, who's down there in Australia trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to, trying to keep the order and uh, make some sense of the nonsense and chaos that's happening down there. I'm in Bali in the, in the studio. Uh, Jamie, thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate you coming on. You're welcome, Monty. It's a, it's a pleasure to have a chat. Yeah, mate, mate. Um, let me just get a, I've got a few notes about who you are and uh, you can chime in here. But uh, founder of 21st Century Education, um, which I believe has evolved into what's now known as 21st Century uh, University. Um, you're a passionate speaker and um, what you're, uh, you're something of an activist, I guess, and a voice for the outdated education system. Um, you've spoken on stage alongside the likes of uh, Richard Branson and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I've actually been following you for many, many years. We've been connected on Facebook, but uh, I've never had the pleasure of actually <laughs> chatting to you. Um, and this year, especially, you're very uh, vocal about uh, all the things that are happening in the world. Uh, you've somewhat um, uh, migrated or you've changed your, uh, 
Uh, you've set up the Australian National Review, so you've stepped more into the media space and uh, you're now something of a, I'm going to say, a media personality, especially for, um, for demanding change. And uh, you've also dabbled in politics, I believe. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about your journey, if that's okay, and just touch on some of these things and what actually led you to this place now where you're very, very passionate uh, as being a voice for... Uh, bringing the truth out what's happening in the world and especially in Australia. Yeah, no, it's a certainly interesting times, Monty, and uh, for those listening, no doubt, around the world. Um, let me take you back to school. For most of us, when we went to, went to school, some of us um, started asking questions then. Now, we all arrive at school as five-year-old, bright little sparks, creative ability to think, think and uh, solve problems. Uh, but unfortunately, our outdated education system teaches conformity and we're taught at school to obey authority. Uh, and we quickly learn, many of us, that if we want to get good grades, hopefully get a good job one day and get into university, we must submit the essay uh, or submit what the teacher wants. So this is where the conformity begins. Some of us are a little bit rebellious and, and dare ask the question, why are we, how's trigonometry and this algebra going to help us get what we want in our life? And uh, often a teacher did not have the answer for that. It was a fear-driven uh, motivation. You either just have to do it and don't ask questions. So some of us that uh, conformed the most went on to university, even though I went on to university, I quit after a year because I said, why isn't there a university teaching me how to be successful in life? I said to my mum, and I found it very expensive. I used to add up every word. I was being taught by the lecturers at uni. Um, because you know, that's how expensive it was. And unfortunately, I was being taught by people with PhD in theory, no disrespect to that, but they hadn't produced real life results. So this is a challenge we have in the world today, unfortunately, because we've been trained from a young age to obey authority and conform, where the world really needs, uh, especially this time more than ever, critical thinkers, Monty, people that can think for themselves, uh, can read between the lines, and uh, I, I guess uh, what you call street smart. The idea that academia and how many PhDs that you have on the wall equals intelligence is a myth, and it's a very dangerous myth. So we see in the world today, uh, where many people still believe what they're told on mainstream media without question are often the so-called most intelligent people, people the most uh, uh, degrees, unfortunately, not to be offensive to that, but, you know, I've become an entrepreneur and an investor. Generally, to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to quit, uh, drop out of college, uh, drop out of school, you know, um, but why is that? Because we have to be somewhat rebellious or somewhat willing to critically think and go against the grain. If we just follow what we've been told, well, they can basically tell us anything and program anything. Um, so unfortunately, academia does not equal intelligence. And you even see that in the, the political issues in the world today is that some people think because they have degrees on the world, they know best and how the world should be. And they can't understand other people that are often the silent majority of why they uh, think differently. When the reality in the world, we need common sense to become successful in business or in life, I realize really come down to common sense and why wasn't that taught at school? So what's this got to do with today and how I, when my story started then because eight years later after I went and founded me and our mentor in my twenties, I always wanted to do well financially, mainly because I didn't want to live a mediocre life, but I wanted to try and create change. And like many of us wanted to make a, a positive difference and contribution with our life. So I founded 21st Century Education eight years later inadvertently because it was the answer to the question I asked my mum when I quit uni, why is no university teacher to be successful in life? So I simply wanted to create a 21st century education system that I would have loved to have been taught at school or uni. And that become, and I wrote a book called What I Didn't Learn in School But Wish I Had in 1999, can you believe, which went on to become a bestseller. And because a lot of people resonated with that. And then ironically, I spoke about that book is still available today and listeners can get it for free. They can just download it. 
uh, for free. But one of the earlier chapters on that book, I talked about the Federal Reserve Banking System and the fraud of Federal Reserve Banking and the central centralized control of banking and the problems this is going to create in the world and and the uh, very small amount of rich, powerful people can control the world or influence world events if something's not done about this. This was back in 1999. That would have been considered the conspiracy theory back then. Uh, but many people know these days that the Federal Reserve Banking System uh, was not federal at all. It was privately owned. Um, and if you believe some sources, it has been taken back by the Trump administration and is now government control, which is why it should have been all along, uh, controlled by the people. The people should issue the money, uh, not a few elite bankers that can skim uh, the profits of society and become so big and powerful that they dictate uh, above democracy uh, what how the world should be run. And uh, so I built that. But then what happened um, in 2013, I've always been, I guess, politically active in the sense I wanted to create change. So the same thing I did with the education system, create a new modern day education system, Monty. I wanted to bring out westernized political systems from the 19th century when they'll create it and move them into the 21st century. Because I saw the, the, the political systems back in 2013 were heading towards disaster. They were broken and people, voters were really dissatisfied and disenfranchised because they... No, no matter which major political party we voted for, we didn't seem to have the, the uh, representation of the voter. Um, so I wanted to restore the power back to the voters and, and create a more online, updated political system, in which now we know we need more than ever. I mean, our political systems are, are clearly broken and do not represent the people. And now they're basically, right as we speak, our democracy is being stolen in front of our eyes under the guise of a virus. A virus is not even as deadly as our typical flus every year. Deadly, yes, uh, exists, yes, um, but certainly yet at this stage not as deadly as uh, as some of the bad flus we've had in the past or flus we had last year. Um, right now you look in countries like Hungary, uh, opportunist leaders have taken back democracy and under the guise of the coronavirus and reinstating uh, a tyranny um, in a country like Australia, which was considered one of the most democratic countries on the planet. We have a failed fascist state now known as Victoria, where another opportunist leader uh, has taken that state back and taken away our democratic rights. And we are now under a surveillance police state. Now, if I said these things, we even talked about these things a year ago, someone would have said, that's a conspiracy theory. That will never happen, okay? But we are witnessing things in 2020 we thought we would never witness in our lifetime, Monty. So um, I become active back in 2013. I launched a political party, which uh, 21st Century Australia. And at the same time, I realised, Monty, and why I'm very passionate, you know, as an educator I've been for 20 years, is that to create change, we also need to change through the media because the media in society has way too much power. In fact, in Australia uh, and in most parts of the Western world, the media dictates the politicians. They, the media dictates how it's going to be. So um, the idea that was that you never want the governments, the state, to control the media. That would be what they do in communism. But all we have is, yes, the government and the media are separate, but those who sit above both the government and the media... Uh, basically control, are able to control both using the media, which despite the tens of thousands of TV networks around the world and newspapers, uh, if your listeners aren't aware, is owned, all the media in the world is pretty much owned by six large corporations and five of those are, have all gone extreme left-wing. Uh, only one, uh, which is basically Fox News in America, Sky News in Australia, 
uh, is what you consider right wing. Most of the others are all uh, left wing. Um, so the media can manipulate and has more power than a president uh, until a President Trump come along was one in the United States in 2016, was able to win against the media wanting him to win, was able to win against the people who control or influence or own the media wanting him to win. Uh, some people might refer that to the deep state. Um, they did not want Trump. They usually choose or allow who's going to become president of the Democrats or the Republican who's going to become the leader because they, they want to control the puppet, makes sense. Uh, 2016, that all changed because someone, whether we like his hairstyle or don't like his personality, somehow managed to pull off one of the greatest political victories in the history of mankind and through new forms of media such as Twitter, social media was able to override the power of mainstream media and speak directly to the voters and reach the number of voters uh, for our dem democracy to, to somewhat still work uh, for the people's wishes to be granted. And that leads us up to 2020. And, and this all gives you some background of what's going on in the world. Um, so what I found is that many of us and many listeners will be like this, we've been programmed by the media that anything other than the official narrative that they sell us is a conspiracy theory. It's quite convenient to say, only believe what we're taught at school, only to believe what we're taught on Channel 7 News or, or CNN or, or what you read in Washington Post. Well, even the language conspiracy theory was actually, you know, was implemented to, uh, as a mechanism to, to control the narrative itself, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So for those who don't know, it was created by the CIA after they assassinated, or we shouldn't say they allegedly, whoever assassinated JFK, um, because too many people were asking, you know, pertinent questions uh, about the likelihood that the deep state or rogue elements of the intelligence agencies were involved in the assassination of JFK. Um, it's very convenient. So this is what we've got to help deprogram and help people overcome their programming because we need useful citizens Right now, we need to unite and have useful citizens that can critically think. We don't need more people to conform. Conformity is 19th century. Conformity, yes, industrialization era, they needed to teach people how to be good little factory workers. You know, conform and you're building a car, don't be creative and change this, this nut with another nut, just do as you're told. Yep. 19th century. We don't need that in the 21st century. Now more than ever, we need to build people to learn to how to unlearn what they learn at school, um, you know, I'm writing a new book, What I, uh, I Learned at School But Wish I Hadn't, uh, which is a sequel to the first one. But it's pretty true. A lot of the things, that's why you see a lot of natural leaders are the rebels from school. Those who didn't necessarily do that well, they've gone on to become entrepreneurs and employ those who actually listened and went and got uh, and conformed. Um, you now, we need both people, but we certainly need more people to think. So what I found by going and launching a political party, little did I know, in Australia, very few entrepreneurs will go into politics. One, it's, uh, you know, there's no real upside to it. There's a lot of downside. But I was passionate, wanted to make a difference to my country. I was also, like, like many voters, fed up with the broken political system and our lack of choice. So, and then I launched AustralianNationalReview.com, which was initially a printed newspaper as well as online, and now it's just online. The first newspaper, I think, in 50 years to launch in Australia. But it was independent media, not owned or controlled by any of the large mainstream media. And this is what I realised back then, Monty, the world desperately needs independent media. Otherwise, we are being programmed or lied to or misled on a massive scale, and that's going to lead to a, a breakdown in democracy and a breakdown in our society, which we now know to be true. Um, but I had no idea. We'd heard of these conspiracy theories of the deep state and, and uh, corruption in politics and corruption in big pharma and things like that. But... It's not until you see it happen to you firsthand, like once I went into politics, I was immediately pounced on once I launched a, a, new, a newspaper in Australia, 
I was immediately attacked, obviously, by competitors in Australia, Fairfax Media, uh, and I was set upon by the uh, opposition parties um, by uh, a, a particular uh, senator in Australia, uh, Senator Sandusta Airy, some of you might remember me from Australia, and I was uh, targeted, my companies were targeted by government agencies, deep state, and uh, religiously targeted through the, through the mainstream media. Why? Because we can't have someone that is maybe articulate, has a large following of, of people that I'd educated over half a million people and a large movement of people wanting change because that would upset the two-party duopoly and that means those who control the political parties and mainstream media, they don't want a new credible threat politically that could rechange the status quo. So, of course, that's why you become an enemy not an enemy of the state, an enemy of the deep state, enemy of those that are corrupt, those 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 uh, criminal rogue elements in our society that JFK warned us about that operate and hide in the shadows of society, which we just conveniently, we were told is just conspiracy theory. Uh, until it starts happening to you, then you realise it's not. So I was financially uh, attacked, uh, cut off my funding, stole my assets, many of my assets. And people don't know about this. I mean, this is still hidden in Australia. I had I was invited to speak at a Senate hearing, and Senator Sam Duster Ari, who was who was appointed, basically destroy my political party. Uh, we had almost a punch on in a Senate hearing, um, and uh, he said, "Why don't you write about me?" In your, he called me a con man and said, "Why don't you write about me in your little newsletter referring to the Australian National Review, which at the time Monty had over a million readers a month and was getting more readers than Fairfax's, uh, my competitor's Australian Financial Review." Um, and they had 300 staff and I was running a not-for-profit, you know, donating and, and my own money to the cause of trying to get the truth out there, expose government and, and media corruption. So I realised firsthand that this is the, I started becoming activists then and that was this battle because I saw that, hang on, the people are being lied to on a grand scale, not just in Australia, but in America, right around the world. And uh, we need to do something about this. We need independent media. Um, so, and I think, and so what ended up happening, we did decide to write about that senator, the corrupt senator. Uh, and it wasn't long after that, if you remember, in Australia, he had to resign in disgrace because in Australian National Review, we highlighted that he was receiving bribes from the Chinese communist regime. Uh, they were paying him money, even though he was elected by the Australian taxpayers, taking our taxpayers' money. He was working for the Chinese communist regime and pushing their uh, political agendas in Australia. Now, back then, this is 2015, um, people weren't aware how infiltrated one side of politics in Australia was. And both sides of politics had some infiltration by the communist China's Chinese regime in Australia, but that side of politics heavily. And that's where we see now Victoria, the same side of politics, uh, the socialist side, the same ideology as communism. And that's why they infiltrated with the Chinese globalist attempted takeover we see in the world right now. Um, so that's how it's all led up to where we are today is um, that, you know, I've been an actor for seven years at, at a great uh, expense, but, you know, still I believe in I believe in this country, I believe in civil rights and human rights and for people around the world. And now more than ever, Monty, we are facing some of the, me the most dangerous times in human history, but still too many Australians or too many people around the world are still awake and think this is, you know, in, in Victoria, how many Victorians still think this is a domestic issue uh, that this is not a global uh, conspiracy. So the reason what stops people, mainstream media, as you say, tells everyone else that everything else is mainstream media, only believe uh, their conspiracy theories they push out every day. But to be a real, and that people like me are conspiracy theorists, but as I spoke at a rally on the weekend, a freedom rally in Australia, 
I said, the real, to be a conspiracy theorist, Monty, we have to, first of all, not be able to think for ourselves. We're not, we can't be critical thinkers. We're not allowed to ask questions and we're not allowed to demand a shred of evidence. So, unfortunately, we must do a daily ritual, which is go into our lounge room 6 p.m. every night and turn on the Channel 7 News or Channel 9 News or CNN or ABC and religiously download the conspiracy theories they're feeding us every day. Do not ask for any evidence. Just believe what they're telling us. Uh, they believe that they're telling us the case numbers. There's millions of people, uh, you know, have, have tested positive to this mystery uh, coronavirus, which if you look in uh, medical journals, is still listed as a common cold. I'm sure they're going to update that because we're not allowed to call it a common cold or common flu this year. It has to be a virus because a virus obviously will scare us more. Um, and uh, they will tell us uh, how many people have died uh, and people just believe it. Uh, and now in the beginning, many of us believed that we were going to all die from this pandemic when it was in China, but some of us started calling it out early because you only have to do some basic research. So if you ask questions, demand evidence, you'll soon find that the, the conspiracy theories fed by mainstream media are nothing but absolute outright lies. The mainstream media does not tell the truth. And from now on, we should, whenever they try and bullshit us again, we should say mainstream media, we're going to assume it's a lie and to evidence, enough evidence to prove otherwise. Um, and that would have saved many of us falling. So that the Western governments were scammed into doing excessive lockdowns, which weren't necessarily committed economic suicide. And uh, now we uh, have a situation where the world is in a very dangerous place and could go either way. We could end up uh, with a centralised, globalised communist takeover of the world, where through the merging of technology with 5G vaccine chips, the whole way of this with technology, CCT footage, which is all happening all around us, and elimination of cash and the centralised control of banking, centralised control of one world government. Now, not like these things haven't been planned for a long time. There's people conspire. So the idea that humans don't conspire or industries don't conspire, uh, I mean, we're just deluded if you think that they conspire. Because it's, a, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's conspiracies, not necessarily theory. So, if we, so those who go and look at the alternative narrative, so often the alternative narratives have hard evidence uh, a lot of evidence and a lot of scientific base in them, uh, but a lot of people are being taught, programmed not to believe them because that's a conspiracy theory. So these are some of the things that we're facing uh, today, Monty, and some of the things I guess we can talk about today. Yeah, so uh, thanks thanks very much for sharing. And uh, I'd like to kind of circle back uh, a little bit later if we can to a little bit more of your story. But um, obviously I think you and I want to go down a few of these rabbit holes and you know, there's uh, some specifics we could go into. But I guess one of the concerns that the, my fear in in all of this is is not so much that you know I've been a little bit outspoken, especially on the topic of uh, of vaccines, um, and of course I've copped some flack and I've been called a kook, and you know I've had hate mail, for, you know, for some of the things I've been saying, and um, you know you're speaking. Oh, yeah, the, tr the truth offends some people. Realize that once. Yeah, the and truth look, is unsettling. And look, you're speaking much, much louder than I am to many more people. So, you know, I acknowledge you for your, um, you know, for, for your courage in, in speaking out. And one of the things that kind of concerns me in, in all of this is not people who are leaning one way, you know, like if people are pro-vax, I'm cool with that. Like, because the reason I'm cool with it is because they're making a choice, right? What yeah. I'm really concerned about is the people who are kind of in the middle and just really complacent about it. You know, I had somebody uh, comment on my Facebook a um, couple of weeks ago and they're saying, you know, I'm okay with getting the vaccine. Let's just get it all over and done with so we can go back to normal life, right? And that's the, that's the, that's the part that I'm really concerned about, like people not actually giving a fuck, right, and just wanting to go back to, back, back to normal life. Yeah, well, see, that, and, that, and, and 
And Monty, that's how they're going to do it. It's because what this is what I'm saying. If you're uneducated, someone saying that is highly uneducated, probably too overeducated through school or university, most likely. And these are the most easily manipulated people. As Mark Twain said, never let schooling get in the way of a good education. Uh, if we're too down the, the path of the falsified education, the updated education we got at school, we're unable to think for ourselves. Um, we're unable, and that's why we would, someone that could seem intelligent can say such a dumb thing like that. Oh, let's just take the vaccine and get over and done. We go back to normal. First of all, you're not going back to normal. Two, take the vaccine, your life, you're basically committing suicide. Maybe not immediately, but at some stage in your life, you will. I just come out today, the UN has identified that uh, uh, an outbreak of um, wild polio in, in different parts of, of, uh, of, of, South, of Africa, uh, and they've had to admit it's from the, the polio vaccines. Mm. Bill Gates, who we all don't love, you know, anyone that loves Bill Gates, he's into uh, uh, idolising fraudsters and the greatest con men ever to live on this planet, uh, is, uh, he's responsible for 72% of uh, polio outbreaks on the planet. His vaccines are responsible for 72% of polio outbreaks. So how's he going with uh, getting rid of polio? These people don't want to get rid of diseases. Yeah. They want to get rid of humans. I mean, the eugenics, they are into depopulation. So if people think taking an untested, dangerous, deadly, unnecessary vaccine, medically intervening on the healthy, this virus can't even hurt the healthy. You have to be sick and dying to die of COVID, and then you haven't really died of COVID because you died of all the two or three or four other comorbidities you're already dying of. So... See, this is where so-called intelligent people can't come into common sense corner and go, let's use our common sense. Um, they've got uni degrees, many of them, but they can't even do third grade mathematics. Anyone who can do third grade mathematics would have knew mm. that this is a falsified pandemic a long time ago. Yeah. Makes sense, Monty? Yeah, and so I think one of, the, one of the, the, the big issues here is because there's so many factors that are kind of coming to light, like there's many things surfacing, there's so many issues that we're talking about this year, right? There's, there's lockdowns, there's politics, there's 5G, there's vaccines, there's coronavirus. I mean, there's any number of things and it's everything seems to be boiling and surfacing up this year, right? And that to me is an indication of some, you know, truth coming out. But one of the things that I'm most concerned about, I guess, is because there's so many things, like people are kind of bundling all these things in together and in their mind, they're like, well, you know, Bill Gates kind of conspired with this person. It's like, it's, it's too big, right? So let's, well, talk yeah, about think, the, let's talk about the yeah, psychology think, of that. And just, and just saying that, why it seems all bundled together is because Bill Gates is behind all of them, okay? Um, and it, that seems crazy, but just go and do your research. You can go to AustralianNationalReview.com. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who is, is someone I look up to, is one of the outspoken uh, critics of the vaccine industry. And just on that, I mean, I'm doing a video later today, why am I a pro-vaxxer yet I'm labelled as an anti-vaxxer? In other words, I'm pro-safe vaccines, I'm pro-necessary vaccines, I'm pro-vaccines that work. Uh, but in two, uh, but because there is no safe vaccine yet, there's no necessary vaccines and no effective vaccines, there should be a moratorium placed on all vaccines for five years until they're properly safety tested. So if people think this new vaccine, COVID vaccine, is going to come out, that is probably safety tested. The reason they don't want hydroxychloroquine, et cetera, and any alternative treatments, they have to get rid of that or defame that, Gates and them, because they can't rush their new multi-hundred billion dollar vaccines profit they're going to make. He's been caught boasting a 20 to 1 return he expects on his vaccine investments. Um, you know, Gates made his money by putting viruses in computers. He's making his money again by putting viruses in humans. I mean... It's such a fraud. If you can't see this is one of the greatest frauds of humanity, 
then you've done, you've studied too much at school, okay? You're too down, far down the uh, program of Bay Authority routes to actually critically think. All I'm asking people, and, and it's true, this year more people have woken up to reality that mainstream media is a lie, mainstream media is a propaganda than ever in history, but there's still some people think that CNN is telling the truth, that Channel 7 is telling them the truth, and this is what part of the problem is. Those people are a disservice to humanity, uh, and they're going to send us over the cliff. So I stay, say to people, and even I have to say it forcibly or offend them, they've got to wake up. You know, being uneducated about and having, lacking common sense and critical thinking is playing into the hands of our enemy, and they will play as all the way they, they're there, undisclosed agendas, this new world order, which is a globalist, communist, one world agenda. Uh, of course, the mainstream media is going to say that's a conspiracy theory. Uh, they want us only to listen to their conspiracies here. No, it's, we've got to put these changes in and we have to track you and, and 5G's coming in and you have to be 1.5 metres apart because of a virus. Well, bullshit. It's got nothing to do with the virus. This virus can't kill anyone that's healthy. You have to be sick and dying to die. This virus was told it's going to kill millions of Americans by now. It's come out, as you know, Monty, 6% of the deaths in, in America, only 6% on the CDC have had to admit died of COVID. The others were all died of other things we were lied to. So I what, knew this months ago so what, why, because in Italy, they come, out and, they come out. I knew in Italy early, the first country they did assessment of deaths was only 12%. The National Health Institute said only 12% have actually died of COVID. All the others didn't die of COVID, and that 12% needs further investigation. They've done further investigation in Italy now, and that 12% is down, Monty, to 1.2%, up to 4% maximum. We're lied to on a gross scale, but those who are educated, taking the news from CNN, still think what the media is telling them is the truth. And we can't waste time on arguing with these people that think they're intelligent but aren't. I mean, they're capable of intelligence, but if you can't use common sense and critically think and do third-grade mathematics, you're a disservice to humanity. So the vaccine debate, 5G, yes, they're all linked to Bill Gates because Bill Gates has been uh, working behind the scenes as massive, too much money. So in any other, in the world, if you have a, a company that's too large, even like Microsoft, they break them apart because you don't want companies too big where they can influence or control and dominate or conspire uh, to achieve outcomes that may not be in the interest of democracy. Or they don't want, to be, or they don't want to be seen to do that. <laughs> they do that. Bill Gates, does nothing start breaking up people's wealth if they become too obscenely wealthy. Bill Gates is $105 billion net worth, but he's a little con artist. People think he's a philanthropist. Bill Gates is not a philanthropist. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is not charity. So people buy that left-wing mean, mainstream media nonsense. Like, see, Monty, the Chinese citizens... And we might be against the Chinese regime. I'm, I used to be pro-China before the coronavirus. Now I'm not. I'm not against Chinese, but I'm against the Chinese communist regime and their agenda in the world and their globalist takeover as we speak, working with George Soros, the billionaire, working with Bill Gates, working with the Clintons and the Democrats in America. They were selling out their country, burning their country to the ground because they had a hissy fit because they didn't win the election last time. And they want to restore a puppet and put a puppet in place. And, and Monty, I'm sure you can guess the name of that puppet. I mean, they basically are hoping it's like a weekend at fucking Bernie's, trying to keep Joe Biden alive long enough and sitting upright to try and steal an election. Uh, so, and he's going to, I mean, if people don't realise that Joe Biden's the, the puppet, like he can't even string two sentences together. It's an absolute joke. So the Chinese citizens know that their media is propaganda. Yep. What they have been amused by is that Americans and, say, Australians as well, think their media is news 
Yeah. And so until people stop believing, and and here's how you, this is how you can people conform, because those who've done more degrees are easily uh, are embarrassed by their d- degree mates. Everyone else has a degree, so they dare say something on Facebook that sounds like a conspiracy theory. Oh, that's, I hear it all the time. Oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. I'm sorry if you're uneducated and don't know the facts and think it's a conspiracy theory. Do you think they give a fuck what you think? You think these criminals that want to take over the world give it one iota that your lack of knowledge, that you don't know what the fuck's going on in the world? I'm sorry, you're not that important that what you believe to be true matters. They're not waiting for our permission. It's not a democratic takeover of the world. They're not going, oh, Billy Gates is not waiting for, um, you know, someone in Bali or someone in Australia or someone in America goes, Joe Doe, citizen. Um, we, this is our plans, and we just want you to uh, understand that. Can we have your permission? I mean... Are people fucking morons? Of course they're not asking for that. That's why they don't tell us their plans because their agenda is not transparent, it's not honest because we would never support it. So if we can keep diluting in our bottle bubble that this is just a conspiracy theory, uh, then we're going to wake up in a totalitarian society. So here's the society we're going to wake up in. Just go to China. In China right now, you pay for everything on a phone through WeChat. They track every purchase. They track where you are. You don't have to be 1.5 metres apart to protect you from a virus. You're 1.5 metres apart, social distancing, so 5G, etc. can pick up your phone where you are versus the other person. It's all tracking. Right now in Melbourne, for the last uh, month, they've been flying in 20 plane loads a night of Chinese CCT footage linking to 5G and putting on the streets to Melbourne. Melbourne is a test case, Victoria, to see how hard or how easy it will be to fool people under the guise of a falsified pandemic. Yes, the virus is real. We know it's fucking real because it has a patent number on it, Um, but the pandemic is fake. I mean, if you still don't realise pandemic is fake, please just stop taking, using up oxygen and fucking cornflakes and go visit... Let's let's talk... Really, you've got people stop being so dumb, you know? (laughs) Let's talk about Australia a little bit. One of the things about Australia is... Uh, I think one of the things that works against us as Australians is that we've been indoctrinated into this, we're the land of the free, we're the luckiest country in the world. And yeah. I, I think people have this naivety around, because they, we, we, live in, we live in that, and that's what we're born into, we have this naivety around what's going on. Like, this can't happen to us. This, this, this is Australia. We're like, we're the most free. We're the most rich. But that makes us, I think, the most vulnerable to something like this. How is it? The, it seems to me that Australia, Australia is like the guinea pig. Like we're the guinea pig of the of the, of the world. Like what what's what's your thoughts on why Australia? Like yeah, what's absolutely. Happening? So the, the first thing people have to do. People don't want to know it's a conspiracy theory because it means their whole fucking life is based on a lie. So for most people, they need certainty. So the people that signed up to conformity at school and conformity at university were the ones that want it most certainty in their life. The last thing they want to know is they've been lied to. Because we spent six years studying a medical degree and find out that industry is a complete and utter fraud uh, and has been manipulated from day one before you were born, then it's a little bit unsettling. You spent six years studying uh, what you thought was um, the truth is a fucking lie. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's the people don't want it. People live in denial. Like in Victoria right now, many Victorians are still in denial. Yes, it's a testing ground. This is a global conspiracy. It's just not a global conspiracy theory because it's no more longer fucking theory. It's a conspiracy, yes. It's no longer theory. So wake the fuck up, people, before you wake up into terror in society like Victoria. People think they're getting going to be let out. You know, when they first saw it was three, four weeks, they can handle that. I mean, the suicide rates are going through the roof. I've been updated every day. Australian National Review, the amount of people are sadly killing themselves. Um, 
And it's, I mean, it's economic suicide, but people got to wake up and they're still going, oh, no, it's about the virus. And this is why they can't understand it because most people can go, well, the virus, if it's about the virus, it doesn't make sense because the numbers don't add up. Now we know that most people haven't really died of COVID. They've been died with it or haven't even died with it, just listed with it. Um, then people are going, well, it doesn't make sense. And lockdowns scientifically never been proven anywhere in the world to actually, they, they reduce the death rate. They actually places that had the most extreme lockdowns had the highest death rate places that have happened like Taiwan and Sweden, et cetera, have had the most success. Uh, it's funny, the countries that are members of WHO seem to have a pandemic. If you're not a member of WHO or don't take WHO's advice, the World Health Organization's advice, you don't seem to have a pandemic. Maybe people should start figuring that out. Hello. I mean, I mean, humans, I mean, if we were aliens visiting this planet right now and, and those humans are still think this is about a virus, they'd probably go, there's no hope for these fucking humans. It's so fucking stupid. Wake the fuck up. So what's, but, the, what's the solution? Like, what are, what are we, the little people, do? Very good. It's very simple. First step to creating change in our own life and in a global sense is awareness, Monty. So you have to be aware. So you have to be awake. So that's what I'm saying. Stop being a disservice to humanity by being fucking dumb. Excuse the language, but I, I deliberately try and defend some people. Why? It's a pattern interrupt to wake them up out of their denial. Wake them up out of their programming. We're not put here on this planet to just take in garbage from mainstream media, swallow their conspiracy theories without evidence, and not ask any questions and just go around like a fucking robot and do as they say, and, you know, put a fucking mask on and obey 1.5 meters social distance and be a fucking robot. I mean, that's a pathetic state of humanity. And if you sign up for that, I'm sorry, you're a fucking moron. Now, what can you do? You can wake the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You can decide to think for yourself. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anyone else. Go and do your own fucking research, Monty. Yeah. That's what they need. Well, and awareness I, well, where, people, where people are getting their data from is, is the issue. Like, people are making their decisions... They're, 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 they're creating the stories for themselves based on what they see. And, they're, and then they go and, you know, they're reading things, which is a confirmation for their existing bias. And then they're going and seeing these fact checkers on Facebook and all this, which are owned by all the same people, right? And then they actually use the links and, hey, guys, you know, this is this is fake. Go check this fake, this, this, this fact checker. Yeah, so what, they, what they start doing is I tell them, you don't waste time arguing with these people. They're going to be a disservice to humanity. They will get what they fucking deserve, which is a totalitarian future, and they'll live in denial, and they, they will wake up sadly one day and be responsible for the destruction of democracy. So we've got to make the step number two, you know, awareness is first step. So I know they do. All they do is regurgitate fucking propaganda from the mainstream media because that's all they believe is their God. I mean, how fucking stupid is that? Mainstream media is corporately owned. The idea that industries don't conspire. The reason I found out about this earlier is because I inadvertently found out brave doctors and scientists when I found the Australian National Review. Before that, I was a pro-vaxxer before 2013. Why was I pro-vaxxer as an example? Why was I programmed and believed that vaccines were 100% safe, effective, and a great medical breakthrough, propaganda bullshit sold to masses? Fine, guess who? The same people that sell the fucking vaccines. Of course, they're going to spruik their product and make it so great. But I believed all that because I was too honest. I was too trusting. I was too busy running my businesses or, you know, living my life to sit at home at night and um, do research and go, hang on a minute, what Channel 9, 7, Channel 7 News told me or CNN, I better go and fact check that my fucking self and see whether it's true. So here's what I say, Monty, to people around the world. You don't earn the right 
to question alternative narratives and start, you know, so these people that think everyone else is conspiracy theory, they want to, they won't question what the media tells them, but they go and question everything else and, oh, that's bullshit. That's consistent. You don't own the right to question alternative narratives until you question the mainstream narrative. Start questioning mainstream narratives, demand evidence of them, and you'll soon see it's a fucking lie. When you figure that out, it's a lie, then you can start questioning alternative narratives, and there's many out there, but when most of the alternative narratives have hard evidence, a base in science, overwhelming evidence, and people are like, oh, no, that's a conspiracy theory because some fuck, fuck, fact checker on, which is owned by Soros and Gates, total mate. People have to wake up, otherwise we will not have a society. If you want to live like the Chinese where everything's tracked, there's going to be no cash and every part of your life is tracked and you're controlled by Bill Gates who now runs who, owns fucking who, and he's your new world president in, in, in partnership with the Chinese communist regime. If that's what you like, you want your children and grandchildren to grow up in and you're going to be held in shame because we're all going to be judged because our grandchildren were judges one day to go, what did you do when this world was being taken over by globalist communists? Uh, oh no, I was just uh, rehashing propaganda from the mainstream media because I was too fucking stupid to think for myself because I went to school and university and never learned how to think for myself and I'm too worried because if I post something on Facebook that might be considered a conspiracy theory, uh, my supposed intelligent friends might hit, uh, might uh, have a go at me. Well, if your friends are like that, get new fucking friends. The world is at war right now, and what all we need people to do, you don't have to go into the trenches like our, uh, our ancestors that gave up their life in the trenches and fucking died. You have to get out on social media. You have to get out and start educating yourself and speaking the truth and having the balls and courage to do that. That's what will change the world, step number one. So everyone can play their part and everyone must play their part. Some people feel helpless. No, individually, you, I, none of us individually can change the fucking world and save it. Makes sense? But collectively we can and we need people to be awake. Stop wasting oxygen fucking cornflakes. Get off mainstream media. Start demanding evidence from mainstream media. Start researching and fact-checking mainstream media yourself and then start doing some fucking research. When you get educated, you don't be opinionated to your educator. I will not waste time arguing with opinionated people that are too fucking lazy to get educated first. I'm sorry if I swear, if that offends people. <laughs> so if you're fucking offended by swearing, but you're not offended by the agenda that's going on to take your fucking rights away in this world right now, then you have a, a, a perspective problem. Wake the fuck up, people. And what I was saying, Monty, is that many people are awake. I said only a few months ago, maybe it used to be 10, 15% of society was awake. The new mainstream media is the enemy of the free world, is controlled, is a fucking lie, is a sham, is propaganda. Uh, I said about a month ago, I spoke at a rally in Australia, about 40% of people awake. I said, we just need to get it to 50, 55% yeah. awake. And then we have a critical mass and then we can change this fucking world. And I would say today we are past that 50%. And, and we are now on the right side. And most people now know even intuitively that the, the, the coronavirus is a falsified pandemic. It's a fake pandemic. Yes, the virus is, is, is real. But so the virus has been real every fucking year. We haven't committed economic suicide. People didn't give a shit about how many people died last year of a fucking virus. Uh, so don't make out they should give a shit this year. Uh, I mean, yeah. grow the fuck up. People die every day. People die every day in aged care homes. That's sad. It's sad. But it's a fucking reality. They died before you're born and they're going to die after you die. I mean, it's just a part of life. So some people, it's just how they con people. Uh, the global war, people behind the global warming scam are the same people behind the coronavirus scam, same people behind Black Lives Matter scam. The same people that are probably trying fake an alien invasion scam. 
It's all for the one agenda. They want a one world government centralized control. Is that a conspiracy? Yes, it's a fucking conspiracy. Is it theory? Unfortunately not. There's hard evidence of that. If you actually bother to go and research, you'll find that out. I know it's unsettling to know that people conspire to want to control the world. They could never do it in the past, Monty, because technology wasn't where it's at now to do it. We are only months away from technology getting to a place where we could lose control. If you don't think this is not a democratic takeover, Victoria is no longer democracy in Australia. Hungary is just falling. Other countries are falling uh, because there's no more democracy. Gates is smart. Gates not only funded the Imperial College funding, uh, modelling and other modelling to scam Western governments to lock down because they said all these people are going to die with falsified modelling. Um, I mean, Gates and Fauci learned this in the AIDS scam. They were behind part of the AIDS scam. That's where they learned to lie with statistics. It's one of his favourite fucking books. They learned vaccines, the money in vaccines, the ability to control... Uh, it's not just about vaccines. That's part of it. It's not just about making money. That's just part of it. It's about power. It's about they think they know best. He's not even a fucking doctor, but he's our new global health medicine. They think they know best. I'm telling people they don't. I don't care who it is, even if he was the benevolent person. You don't want one person or a few people controlling the world. It's a recipe for disaster. We do. That's why I supported Bitcoin as an example. Cryptocurrency was one of the first people to write a book on uh, Bitcoin. Um, because I saw we need a decentralized uh, money. Centralized money in the hands of a few people mean they can buy up and own the world, which they do, and they can control the media, they control politicians. That's a problem we have in the world today. We need to decentralize the power of issues of money. We need to decentralize government power. I believe in national sovereignty, and I think the country, the world needs to go back the other way, micro-nations and provinces, yeah. and you have your own fucking live in Bali if you want, but have your own commune, so to speak, or culture, where people of like-minded values can live and create their own rules and grow their own food and be self-sustainable. And that's the way the world should go. But they wanted to go the other way, which is centralised control, where the United Nations, which is not a World Health Organisation right now, has control over the world. Who is Dan Andrews in Victoria answering to? Not our Prime Minister. Our Prime Minister is impotent. He is listening to Bill Gates via who? People go, how can you conspire and get all the doctors to follow your orders? Well, easy. Who issues the guidelines of how to record coronavirus deaths, how to record the cases? Uh, it's very interesting that they were selling the test kits for the coronavirus to Australia back in 2018 and 2017 in the countries around the world. Millions of them. I'm not suggesting this is a pandemic, but um, Fauci said in 2017, during Trump's administration, he's going to deal with a, a virus outbreak. I don't think he was predicting the future because he's too fucking dumb to predict the future. So is Gates. They're not predicting the future. They're planning the fucking future. They've planned this all along. If you don't think it's a pandemic, there's more evidence to suggest this is a pandemic than there is to suggest it's a yeah. fucking deadly virus. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about the, the system in Australia. I mean, it seems kind of crazy to me that, you know, whilst we can out people like, you know, Dan Andrews and, you know, we can point out that he's a Muppet, which we all know that he is, but... How did the system get to the point where somebody can can be put in place like this, where they can have so much control and so much manip be yeah. manipulated? Okay, so yes, yeah, it was a very good question, and many Australians are asking that. And, and I, I mean, one, I wrote a book, Hundred Ways to Improve Australia. When my if you look at my political, uh, you know, policies back 2013, one of them was to remove the states, because states we didn't need. I bet you people wish they hadn't listened to my policies back then. Actually, Barnaby Joyce was on TV Sky News last week, uh, who I, you know, was uh, you know going up against, and he's now pushing the policy that I suggested. Um, but you got to understand is here's how they do it. Gates is not stupid. Most of it, see if we 
you know, just touching on mandatory vaccinations as an example, I spoke about that year, years ago. I said, this is what the plan is. I was going to call it a conspiracy theorist. The best people don't call that a conspiracy theory now. It's a conspiracy, yes, but it's a conspiracy fact. Um, so Gates and them pushed through the laws and bribed the governments around the world via WHO uh, to put in, the, and they type, create the laws, right? And then they give it to them to push through, and they lobbyists, politicians, they lobby them and push them through. Mandatory vaccination laws, but the way they did it is who was smart enough, World Health Organization, to create emergency health powers. So if it's deemed a pandemic, those emergency health powers come in, override our national sovereignty, Australian laws and New Zealand laws and American laws. So who basically becomes a new world government order uh, is now the one world government, whether you like it or not, because they now have power over us. Police in Australia can come into our houses right now without a warrant and arrest us. They can come into our house right now and forcibly test us and forcibly vaccinate us. They can go into your schools right now and take your child, put them in a quarantine camp, forcibly vaccinate them with existing vaccines and next year with a COVID vaccine without informing the parents. If you don't, if you think that's okay, or no, that's okay, that would never happen. It's already passed through the fucking law. Uh, look it up. So you have no rights. So Gates and them were smart. If you... And this is why in 2010, I, you know, you look up, the, people can go study this. I think it's a conspiracy theory. You're fucking wrong and I'm fucking right. And I dare, I put up a million dollars to prove that I'm right. That dare, to any Australian politician, any Australian media outlet, and I extend it around the world to prove the coronavirus deaths independently aren't inflated. And I knew my million dollars was safe. Uh, that went viral. And now it's been proven by the CDC that it's not. So we, I'm not, I know what I'm talking about, but people can go and prove this because the evidence is there. So in the European um, Parliament, Monty, in 2010, a motion was passed that the drug makers, vaccine makers, have dangerous levels of influence over, guess who, World Health Organization. And they got caught out in 2010 trying to hype a normal flu strain from South America into a global pandemic, uh, and they couldn't get away with it. So why would they want to create a demon of pandemic? Because once who deems it a pandemic, guess what, Monty? The health, the emergency health powers now come into place and now who becomes the new one world government and our national sovereignty laws, our constitution mean jack shit. Now Bill Gates is in charge of the world or the president of, of who, which is on Bill Gates' payroll. So if you think Bill Gates doesn't own who, you're a fucking moron, he does, okay? Uh, you don't pay $400 million a year, but the largest donor to who if you don't actually control who. It's a vaccine agenda. He's been driving it since the AIDS scam. Um, that, I mean, that's just, that is the way it is. We don't, people don't know that. Go and do some research. So, right, that's how they're able to circumnavigate our federal laws. That's why Australians are going, why can't our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, just boot out Dan Andrews? Dan Andrews is following the orders from WHO via the medical... So, WHO sets the guidelines to our medical associations around the world, and they set the guidelines, which our governments take, take the guidelines from, and our doctors then have to take the guidelines. So, Bill Gates goes, oh, and Fauci, we don't want hydroxychloroquine and to be an effective treatment because we can't push our too big to fail COVID vaccines through emergency powers because there's an alternative treatment, then they can't go through without being properly tested. That's why Gates funded also uh, studies on hydrocosychloroquine recently. And what they did is they deliberately overdosed patients in London. They're doing it in Brazil to this day, overdosing six to 12 times the amount to kill fucking patients on hydrocosychloroquine. So it shows up in the studies that is dangerous. These people will murder people to achieve their outcome. Their COVID vaccine investments are too big to fail. They will go to any length, including murdering people, to ensure that vaccine gets passed. And it'll only be Gates vaccines. He's multiple in bed, so he's got multiple ones. Scott Morrison is under Gates's 
or uh, you know, does what he's told and has already ordered one of Gates's vaccines. And Gates controls the vaccine industry, it controls World Health Organization. Yes, it's a conspiracy, just not a conspiracy theory anymore. So that's how we don't able to even run our own stage. Dan Andrews is a muppet, is a puppet, and all they do is, oh, we just we listen to our chief medical officer, which is taking the direct orders from Bill Gates. Um, so that's how you can have a one world takeover and why people are trying to figure out, uh, is this a, is a con? So the other thing, why they deem it a pandemic, Monty, once it's deemed a pandemic, our governments around the world have to hand over tens of billions of dollars to guess who? The vaccine makers, the drug companies for vaccines, research, government uh, grants, medical supplies. So why the average person watching Channel 7 News or CNN around the world trying to figure out, have we been scammed? Yes, you've already been scammed. They've already got tens or hundreds of billions of dollars from our, our taxpayer money, Gates and them. Uh, and guess what? Gates, sorry, who, which is Gates, now want $301 billion more to fight the coronavirus, which is a fucking flu. Sorry, virus, can't call it a flu because Billy Boy Gates said not to this year because we have to scare the fuck out of people. Um, yes, people are dying from the virus. I'm not discounting that. But people die of viruses every year and people die, more people died of the influenza flu last year around the world than they have this year. Well, there's no cases of flu this year. Magically. Yeah, and guess what? Aged care deaths in Victoria, even the former Premier, uh, Premier Kennett come out uh, and highlighted there's less deaths in aged care this year than there was last year. I mean, it's a falsified pandemic. If anyone, any of your listeners doesn't get this, it's a falsified pandemic, I'll put up a million dollars, put up a million dollars and prove me wrong. Because so I'm not going to waste time arguing with idiots. There's too many idiots out there that are uneducated and they're just service to humanity. And that's the dumbest of the dumb. They think they're the smartest, the smartest in society, but they're dumbest of the dumb because they sign up to conformity and they're too shit scared to speak out because they're worried what their fucking friends might think of them. That's that's cowardless. Have some fucking balls. Yeah. Because we have our we have a country right now, a world that is under threat and is gonna have a, is an attempted globalist takeover. If we do not take a stand. Uh, and so we have to get leverage on ourselves. And the way to get leverage on ourselves, what are your grandkids or kids going to think of you? You're a gutless cow, didn't stand up and speak up and try and unite and work with uh, fellow humans, fellow countrymen around the world to try and stand up to this globalist takeover to protect our democracies, what's left of them. If we don't, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. Mm. These, we, we outnumber them. So we can win this war. And there's a large army of people around the world and we have powerful, we have the US president and other powerful people that are fighting this war. Uh, and we need to support those people are and not support our enemy. See, the people that are most lied to and conform to mainstream media inadvertently support the enemy of the world. They, the, our politicians and media rely on the dumbest of the dumb to get their power. If everyone was awake, uh, and see, this is why Channel 7 and, and the mainstream media hate me. I spoke at a rally on Saturday in Brisbane, Freedom Rally, and I asked the people, raise your hand here if you think mainstream media is lying to you. And the crowd, you know, goes wild. Yes, they know they are. Raise your hand here if you think mainstream media is the enemy. Yes, once again, because they fucking are. They are the enemy because they're controlled by the same people that are trying to sell us the scam of the coronavirus. People, it's not about a virus. We keep thinking doesn't make sense about the virus why they're doing these lockdowns because it's not about a virus they need a trojan horse that's the trojan horse to make you think about a virus how else can they forcibly vaccinate you with a vaccine chip and mandatory vaccinations that's going to help depopulate the planet and have you control how else can they take your civil liberties away how else can they put you in a fucking curfew in victoria where now um dan andrews has been so nice now instead of being locked up at eight go to bed at 8 p.m curfew in melbourne mm. uh, now you're, you're going to in two weeks if you're really good 
uh, you get to stay up to 9 p.m. Because somehow this virus is so fucking clever, it only comes out at 9 p.m. No, no, not yeah, not during the day. Some, somehow this virus is so fucking clever. It only knows how to fuck over bank accounts of businesses, small business owners, but private sector work, or public sector workers, and, pre, uh, and and premiers of our country, it can magically increase their fucking bank account. I mean, this virus is so clever. It comes up to the New South Wales border and trying to exit Victoria. And goes, oh no, there's arbitrary fucking invent a visible fucking border here. We can't cross it. I mean, how fucking stupid do people think we are? But you know. People are going to say, but Dan Andrews, and I've warned, and this is the other thing, we've got to get leverage on them. These people that are criminals that are trying to control the world, they're fucking gutless. I've warned Dan Andrews, I've warned the Victorian police, and I've told Dan Andrews has two fucking weeks to flee Victoria. He would never, when he's no longer Premier, he would never be able to walk and live in Victoria. He'll get fucking bashed, rightfully so. The guy's a coward and a traitor to our country. In past, when you tried, when governments take increase their powers, which they have now through thanks to Bill Gates with emergency health powers, they rarely ever give them back without a civil fucking war. So I'm warning people, if you don't stand up on Facebook and, and, and call bullshit on mainstream media, call bullshit on Dan Andrews and fucking protest at the appropriate time, which I think in the next two weeks will be appropriate, and then storm his fucking residence, drag him out and say, leave this fucking state, leave this fucking country. We do not like communist dictator traitors and fuck off to... Uh, China and maybe the Chinese president will protect you or maybe fucking George Soros might have a spare house for you to flee to. Yeah. So, Dan so what's the, uh, what does the grander community need to do? I mean, of course we, we need this awareness. We need to figure out, you know, we need to ask better questions and we need to do our own research. But, you know, you've been at the, you've been at these rallies and you're saying that you're seeing a movement. You're seeing a movement yes. towards this tipping point where you know there's enough masses, the, the the mass is enough where the it can go in the other direction, right? But yes. just the understanding of this is not going to be enough, right? Yes, going and doing rallies, yes, speaking up on social media, yes. But is is you know what's the thing that is going to okay, yeah, shift, so, so, shift so the so power in the so, government? Okay, let's pretend we're at school because a lot of people just fucking took notes when they were told to at school. So let me make it really simple for people. Step number one, write it down. Step number one to creating change at any time in human history uh, and in yourself is awareness. So simply by getting everyone awake. Often awareness is enough to create change. If, like if people knew that this is a fucking con, it's a falsified pandemic and they're trying to take away our civil liberties, do you think most people would support that? No way. They'd be in the streets going fucking crazy. Some people are getting upset. Others are just not awake yet. So if enough people awaken, social media, however we awaken them, then that may be all they need to do. People think, I can't do anything about this. It's too big. Yes, you can. We need each and every one of you to be awake because if you're asleep, you as by your silence is supporting the enemy. This enemy is going to forcibly inject your fucking children come into your house and take your children, forcibly inject them, forcibly inject you. Their agenda is they can lock you up. You will have no liberties. You think this can't happen? If you're too complacent because you've lived in a free society or supposedly free society for so long, then I'm sorry. You go talk to some people who have escaped communism and escaped violence uh, and, and get a reality check. These people have no, do not give a fuck about you or your family. So awareness, Monty, is step number one. Step number two, leverage. That's what I'm talking about. Get leverage on yourself. Leverage is what I'm saying. How are you going to feel if you remain silent when you have to explain to your grandkids one day in 2020 when the world, they tried to take over the world and steal our freedoms. 
that you were too gutless to speak up because some of your buddies that also have a PhD might, you know, uh, have a go at you and you're worried what they think. You're too worried what other fucking people think. You know, that's the problem in society because you're bullied at school, you're intimidated at school, you're embarrassed at school, so now you're too scared. That's how the media works. They embarrass you. That's how they, they try to come. They can't embarrass me because I tell them to fuck themselves because I don't need other people's validation. I don't need other people to believe what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck what they think. I just want them to think. Don't believe what I'm saying. Go out and do your own fucking research. You know what I'm saying? Because I have balls and I speak my fucking truth and I will challenge anyone on this planet. Don't challenge me, you know? I put up a million fucking dollars. If people want to challenge me and believe what they're saying, put up a fucking million dollars and put some money on the line or put up or fucking shut up. You know what? No one has the fucking guts to because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I know what the fuck is going on. And this is what we need, men to be fucking men and not these pussy fucking uh, women, uh, feminine fucking guys like Dan Andrews. They're a fucking threat to humanity. They're a fucking shame. He's not a fucking man. He's a fucking girl. So because he's got no guts, you know what I'm saying? So we need to get leverage on ourselves, Monty. Step number two, be leverage on these gutless politicians. There's more than us. We can send shockwaves and fear into them. If we unite, they can't stop all of us. You know, we can scare them. They're using fear on us. So what you do, it's a strategy. You turn it back on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You turn whatever. So what I did, Monty, and satire and comedy is a very good way to do it too, but I come up, I miss those who follow my Facebook and they're welcome to do uh, I did, and it's on AustralianNationalReview.com as well. So I come up with the idea, and uh, next year we're going to have a national jab your poly day, okay, jab your politician day with the COVID vaccine because our pr- prime minister and our premier are saying, oh, vaccines are 100% safe and they're so secure. Same with people that were pro-vaxxers and just believe all that bullshit. Okay, you think it's so fucking true? You be the first to take the vaccine. Yeah. So let's get our politicians, our voters can vaccinate them with this safe fucking vaccine that won't be properly tested. How do I know it won't be properly tested, Monty? There's not a vaccine on the fucking planet that's ever been properly tested. It's a fucking fraud, the industry. If you don't believe that, I'll challenge you a million dollars, okay? It's a fucking fraud. So so the point is, not only that, these politicians now have to make sure they peer pressure 95% of politicians to sign up for now national jab your poly day because so, we need their so-called herd immunity bullshit. Vaccine-induced herd immunity is a myth, but this is what they want to push. 95% of us must take the COVID vaccine. I know it won't be mandatory, but if you don't fucking take it, you won't never fly again, you'll never drive again, you'll never be able to leave your fucking house again, you'll never go to a restaurant again. That's fucking communism. And you're dumb enough to take a vaccine and go, oh, no, we just want to return to normal. Take the fucking vaccine. You're a fucking idiot. And you're a disservice to humanity. Go and see what's going to be in the vaccine. You know, go and see and research first. Don't be, why would you do a medical intervention on people that are healthy that this virus can't even hurt? So now you're going to make the healthy people sick with a fucking vaccine. And then what they'll do, the people that died from the vaccine, no, no, they didn't die of the vaccine, they died of coronavirus. So they'll inflate the deaths to scare people into taking a vaccine. And then uh, that'll scare more people because, oh, people are dying of the coronavirus. No, they're fucking not. They're dying of the vaccine. That's how the industry works now. Yeah, They kill and, people with a fucking vaccine. And, uh, so leverage, it's getting leverage on these people. So national, so that, so then they've got to bring their kids, the politicians are going to bring the kids who want to fucking jab their kids to this vaccine. And they think it's so fucking safe. Prove it to us it's so safe and let your kids be jabbed with it. Because that's where they're going to come and take your fucking kids. If you don't like it, we'll forcibly take your fucking kids and jab them with it. How the fuck do you like that, Mr. Politician? So if you put this back on them, what they're trying to do with us, yeah. not a hope in hell there because they're gutless fucking cowards. Mm. So we have to get leverage. And I also said, you know what I love about America, and I don't support violence, but Americans have fucking guns. So see these dodgy-ass fucking Democrats. You know, it's George Soros funding Antifa trying to burn America to the ground because if you don't support and vote for our outside of politics, we're going to fucking destroy your country. 
you know, Americans have fucking guns. So you know what? Uh, it's hard to take. The governments are scared of, of America because they have their own fucking guns. In Australia and New Zealand, we have no fucking guns. They de-armed our country. Why? And you don't think this is pre-planned? Go and check Dan Andrews' Facebook April this year. There was record gun sales, uh, even in Australia. In America right now, there's the, the lineup outside gun stores is two or 300 long because they're not fucking stupid. They know they can't trust. There's a civil war going on. We think by November, America might be in civil war. No, no, no. America's already in civil war. The Democrats are burning the fucking streets down now. Don't vote for us. We're going to burn down America. But enough people waking up going, we're already fucking burning down America. Why would the fuck would we vote for you? So in Australia, though, we don't have guns. Victorian police have been armed back earlier this year and Dan Andrews posted the same time he posted that we're banning gun permits in Victoria. They don't want people to be because people are getting nervous, want to defend themselves and they're entitled to self-defence, defend their fucking family. Uh, they armed the Victorian police with semi-assault high-powered weapons, Aka machine guns. So right now, even in regional Victoria, the police are being trained with machine guns. Have you seen that protest in on, yes, on two days ago in Melbourne? The fucking Victorian police have high assault, semi-automatic weapons, have bulletproof vests on, and it's everywhere. I mean, this is a fucking joke. And that's why I've told Victorians, get leverage on, record the police officers, record any wrongdoing by the police officers when when they then Dan Andrews is no longer in power. Dan Andrews is going to fucking jail, I can assure you of that. And so are these policemen that have, 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 have brutally attacked innocent Victorians, arresting fucking grandmothers. This is pathetic would not be accepted in the country I live in and should not be accepted in any country we live in as global citizens will not accept a medical tyranny, a medical takeover. And Bill Gates can go fucking himself too because the people are rising up and we are getting a majority of people and we're not going to stand for this bullshit. Do you know what I'm saying? So we must get leverage on them. So that is step one, awareness awareness for yourself to be awake, awareness, mass awareness. Step number two, get leverage on yourself to act. Have the fucking courage to act. Yeah. Is all that action is not having to go to the trenches and fight a fucking war. It's just to educate, challenge the people around you to think and do their own fucking homework yeah. and leverage on these gutless politicians, these gutless journalists that are traitors to our country. Does that give you enough for people to start doing? Yeah, and look, le leverage leverage for me is, oh, I, I agree with you, you know, like if, if we don't do something, it, it, it could go bad. But, uh, I mean, leverage for me is I, I have this maybe naive, optimistic feeling that what's on the other side when we do rise is going to be a much better is going to be a much better planet, right? And uh, you know, I, I want to honour your time, and um, you know, thank you so much for you know, you're obviously fired up about this, and you're very passionate about your country, and very passionate about making a difference in the world. So I acknowledge you for that, and I uh, honour honor your time. Um, so I, I throw that question to you. You know, do you have optimism for what's on the other side? <laughs> like, talk, talk me through that because you're obviously very fired up. Um, and yeah, no, definitely. And, and Monty, it's a very good question. And I'm glad you asked because this is important for people to realize. So, yes, the vision for the world, if we can eradicate the, the criminal networks, the, the, the fraudsters that have hijacked our, in the past our banking system, uh, the, the drug cartel, the big four pharmaceutical companies is a medical mafia that is that we warned about, was warned about in European Commission, you know, Parliament 10 years ago, doctors and scientists warned about this. So many doctors and scientists are disgusted with their industry now when they're seeing the lies and the fraud of the coronavirus. Uh, they were waking up and they're being brave. And the only reason I was awoken to the vaccine fraud, which led me to realising the fraud behind the coronavirus, was because of brave doctors and scientists that sent information years ago to the Australian National Review. Um, so people say, listen to doctors. I fucking do listen to doctors. That's how I discovered the fraud of these industries. So 
the other side of this, imagine like how the world will be. When the central bankers and, the, and those private bankers are eliminated, uh, they're, they're, not, they're skimming all the profits of society and becoming too large and powerful. That money belongs to the people. So there would be no more poverty. The world could be a complete, a completely abundant. No one would go without. I do not support socialism. So just because capitalism has been rigged and taken advantage of by a few corrupt few, uh, it's not perfect, but do not support socialism. Socialism is communism, which is a fucking more deadly virus than anything. The pie shrinks to this. Uh, it just doesn't work. So, I, you know, if you oppose capitalism, don't go socialist. What you want to do is go, let's work together, make it a compassionate, compassionate capitalist society. I'm all for that. The, the measure of a true society is how the, the least, uh, the, the, the worst people looked after as far as the, the poorest. Uh, there's enough money to go around for everyone, okay? Um, but we, we need a successful society. So on the other side of this, we're going to see a massive abundance. You're going to see cures to most diseases yeah. already exist and they're being suppressed and, and withheld by the, the drug mafia cartels. So we get rid of them, all these would come to the surface. So the amount of health yeah. and, and, and abundance of health and abundance of, of financial prosperity and food, no one would be starving. And the ability for people to pursue a career um, because it's what they generally want to do and add value and be a better world. I mean, the world can be the most amazing place. There's abundance in nature. Uh, and, it, and so it's worth, what I'm saying to people, Monty, it's worth the fight. If we have, the next few months are going to be rocky. It's going to be struggle. People are going to realize, fuck, you know, that guy I was listening to on Monty's broadcast, you know, a few months ago, I, I couldn't ex fully accepted them, but now I can see what's happened since then. I know that's actually true, yeah. um, but it's going to be rocky. Um, we are at war. You have to understand that. Yeah. Uh, there are people conspiring to remove our democracies and have a one world government, which is a totalitarian communistic future. If you are, are happy for that and your children, grandchildren live in that world, then by all means remain silent and just pretend everything's a conspiracy theory and remain in your bubble because that's what you'll support and create. Your silence will support the enemy. Yeah. So you can't be one way or the other. You can't go, oh, no. You're either with us or you're against us. Does it make sense? Yeah. You're either with the, the, the united people, the good people that want a new world order. And yes, I want a new world order, but it won't be the new world order these fuckers want. It'll be a new world order that the people deserve, yeah. where the people have the abundance and prosperity and diseases are cured, and it's an amazing world. That is possible. That's what we're looking forward to. And remember, you're not alone. There is a massive army of us, a force for good, and we have large intelligence agencies, assets supporting us, and large government supports in the world. This is an army that's growing by the day, so come join the army, those that are force for good, and do not remain silent, support those fucking criminals because they're going down. Uh, what's good about this is the traders are being noticed. They're so fucking stupid. They think they're smart. We know who the traders are now in the media. We know who the traders are in our country, such as Dan Andrews. And these people are going to jail. When the new uh, government um, government system comes in, the new banking system comes in, where these criminals are gone. They're going to jail. Hillary Clinton's going to fucking jail too. Uh, she's going to try and steal the presidency and become vice president after Joe Biden is removed. You now, Joe Biden's not going to win anyhow. Joe Biden's a puppet. You know, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I don't want to be political, but beggars can't be choosers. You've got to support the people on this planet that are fighting for the, our freedom. Stop supporting the enemy. Hillary Clinton is the most corrupt criminal on this fucking planet, yep. and she deserves to be in jail. And when people realize just how bad, uh, how uh, bad and immoral these people are that have been trying to take over the world, they will be disgusted. They'll be sickened. 
by what's been going on. Um, but we are good people raised with good morals, good values, and are taught to be honest, but we're up against enemy that isn't. So we need to toughen the fuck up. Otherwise, we're lambs to slaughter. So we need to get educated. We need to be certain. And we need to be courageous. And we need to focus on the world that we deserve and the way the world should be and would be we get rid of these criminal cartels. Yeah. So, and, uh, I mean, what I would encourage people to do, like you, like you pointed out, is go and do your own, own research. And what I would hope for people listening to this conversation and who are immersing themselves more into these these types of conversations is is to not sit on your hands, you know, like, Sure, the awareness is one thing, but sitting on your hands is, you know, is 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 going to drag this out longer, right? And I'm glad you pointed out your optimistic view because I share that same optimistic view for a better world. Um, and you know, just so people know, uh, I've never once I've never been vaccinated in my whole life, and that's where that's where my understanding and my passion for this topic comes from. Not you know, it comes from a different place because I know. I know my body is capable of looking after itself, and this this seems. Yeah, well, to let have... me say, Monty, your body is more capable of looking after itself with the immune system that God gave you than it is by having some Bill Gates trying to play fucking guy that's not even a fucking doctor try and dictate to you how your body should be medically intervened with exactly. some bullshit uh, vaccines which are designed to depopulate the planet. You know. Well, and what that does is. It, it takes the power away. It takes the power away from the individual, right? And it puts the power into the hands of you know wh- whoever is pull- whoever is pulling the strings, right? So, Jamie, how can people find you? Uh, the relevant information. Go to the Australian National Review. Um, where else can people find you? Yeah, that's the other thing we do. Yeah, Monty, Australia. We ask people to support independent media. I picked that yep. trend in 2013 when I launched that. We 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 are all responsible. The fact that. Yeah, we, we know mainstream media lies to us. Don't grow up to, you know, to believe everything that's written in the newspaper, but we, we've failed to support independent media. AustralianNationalReview.com, uh, please go there, support it, like it on Facebook, share the articles. It's based on citizen journalism. We Why would you trust a paid-for fucking journalist working for CNN who's paid to fucking lie to you? Uh, and, you know, we have contributors and journalists. People would rather listen to people like yourself that have no agenda that do interviews and citizen journalism where it's moving to. So AustralianNationalReview.com supports that. It's a not-for-profit. Uh, we need your support. Uh, you know, and I say to, said to the Australian business community, people around the world, like, you stop. Uh, if we don't support independent media to, to defend our democratic freedoms and defend our right to expose the corruption, then we have no chance. AustralianNationalReview.com is up against multi-billion dollar foreign uh, media companies. We run on a shoestring budget, but I can tell you now, I've done a few videos just in the last three weeks, uh, one and a half million views on my videos. Channel 9 with Channel 7 in Australia would love to have that much traffic and they have uh, multi-hundreds of millions of dollar marketing budgets. So the shift is already working. People would rather listen to people like myself than some news presenter that's paid to read a fucking script. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. Um, but once you get educated, you will. Because I built a career on pre- predicting trends. I predicted the rise of Bitcoin. I predicted, you know, the gold would go to where it did, you know, 20 years ago. I predicted the bottom of the U.S. property market, so particularly investment trends. And uh, I, so, sadly, I'm generally right more times than I'm wrong. I wish I was wrong. I wish I was wrong about the vaccine yeah. industry. And, and I wish I, I was wrong about Bill Gates. I wish I was wrong about this global conspiracy, and, and I think, but unfortunately not. Yeah, um, I think one of the reasons you are right is, uh, it, and one of the reasons you're so good at predicting is because your understanding and your intimate knowledge 
and wisdom around financial education and understanding how money moves. And at the end of the day, everything that ha that's happening here is to put more money in the pockets of a few people and, and, give them, and give them more power. And these people have an agenda, right? So uh, guys, I encourage you to go check out Jamie, uh, do some research and uh, yeah, ask better questions. Jamie, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Any closing remarks or any closing words? Yo, thanks, Monty. Monty, it's been a great conversation. And uh, I just say to people out there, I might be a bit tough on people, but we are face we are at war. So if my swearing offends you, that's why I swear. Okay, we need to wake up. Uh, we we are up against a dangerous enemy. United, Monty, united, we will stand. Divided, we will fall. Yeah. And united, as we stand, uh, we can divide them and accelerate their fall. And then we can rise and celebrate. Look forward to the celebrations when you know, think when Dan Andrews is removed from power. Uh, the celebrations in Victoria as we free that failed fascist state. Uh, the, the, the celebrations around the world. Look forward to one huge party when these criminals are removed from power. Uh, the criminals in the pharmaceutical industry, the criminals such as Fauci and Gates. And, and Gates said, you know, yes, some people die from these vaccines, a small sacrifice to make for the greater good. Well, I, I here's my proposal, Monty. Uh, Billy Gates can be the small sacrifice for the greater good. Uh, we don't need people like this on the planet. Uh, they need to depart the planet sooner than later. Be a force for good or you're supporting the enemy. Don't remain silent. Uh, speak up, be courageous, and there's plenty of us out there to support you. You're not alone. Yeah. Jamie, thank you so much for your time, and I uh, acknowledge you and honour you for your, your your courage in being a voice uh, and, you know, bringing the, bringing the truth and, you know, uh, doing it in such a passionate way. So, guys, I'll make sure, uh, go check out the links, uh, all the links to Jamie and Australian National Review are there. Jamie, thanks so much for your time. Guys, tune in again soon. Talk to you real soon. By the way, head over to www.entrepreneurharmonics.com. If you are in business and you feel called to scale your business in such a way that it not only becomes an organization that runs without you, but it becomes an asset that grows without you. Then go to the website now, get access to this free diagnostic tool. It takes about 30 minutes. If you do this, you will understand why and how entrepreneurs like Richard Branson have so many companies and he spends his day kite surfing and playing tennis. That's www.entrepreneur.com harmonics.com, all one word, I'll see you there.